get involved as much as you can on LinkedIn. That's kind of when I look back, I've always been friendly. I've always been a people person. I've always wanted to connect people, I think, my whole life. But I started to realize just how significant that superpower was once I made it digital. Hey, it's Rod Cleef, author of the best-selling book, How to Create Lifetime Cash Flow Through Multifamily Properties. And I want to tell you, I've got an incredible three-day boot camp coming up in Los Angeles. It's January 17th, 18th, and 19th, and my good friend Adam Adams is coming to add even more value again. And this event is not a sell-a-thon, okay? We, you know, we don't bring in outside speakers to sell you stuff. It's just me with super successful investors like Adam teaching you about this exciting multifamily business and... Because 80 to 90% of your success in anything is your mindset and your psychology. We also teach you how to take massive freaking action with what you learn. So if you're an Adam Adams listener, use that code Adam Adams to get $100 off your already very reasonably priced tickets. Now go to rodinlosangeles.com and use the code Adam Adams. And Adam and I will look forward to seeing you there. So again, that code is Adam Adams at rodinlosangeles.com. We'll see you soon. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by RealBlueSpruce.com. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam, Triple A Adams, and there couldn't be enough Adams because today I'm joined with Adam Carswell, who is a connector and just an incredible guy who, who's focused on always adding value. Let me sum up and tell you a bit about Adam, and then we will let him fill in the, uh, fill in the rest. In 2016 is when he got started in real estate, and what's really interesting is that he was a realtor, and just in his first 18 months, he actually did 30 transactions. If you are a realtor right now, you understand how big that is. 30 transactions is not something small. So he's that type of person who is driven, who is self-motivated to achieve success. He's doing commercial real estate now. And just to give you an example of what he's doing, he has aligned himself with two different companies that collectively have closed on over $400 million. This has allowed him to scale and he has $15 million portfolio under contract that he will literally have ownership in. So he's doing big things and he understands how to creatively find a niche to be able to get to the next level. Uh, Also, he's won two national championships, which is kind of cool, but that's not all. Oh, this is in basketball. Two national championships. One is a player and one is a coach, but that's not all. He's also won a whole bunch of gold medals and other awards in several different sports over the years. He is the host of the Dream Chasers podcast, the host of the Dream Chasers podcast. Number one, Adam Carswell, how do they find your podcast? Best way to find my podcast, because I like to point people in the direction of their preference, right? I like to listen on Spotify. Some people like to listen on iTunes, etc. So if you just go to Google, you type in Dream Chasers, whatever it is, whatever your platform of preferences and maybe Adam Carswell, you should easily be able to find Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. Awesome. Now, I filled in the audience with a couple cool things. You're, you aligned yourself with uh, two operators that have well over $400 million in real estate. 
your success within being a realtor, 30 transactions in a year and a half. Fill in the gaps, and then we are going to dive into learning how to be more of a connector in this world so that we can help other people meet each other and, of course, feel really good about that connection. So fill me in, fill us all in on a little bit of what we missed on your bio. For sure. One, one thing that stands out to me that um, I think is kind of cool is that I'm a digital nomad right now. And so uh, I've chosen to take this direction because I can. The two companies that I work with, ASIM Capital and Concordia Realty, um, I handle media marketing, investor relations, strategic positioning. And so if you think about it, those are really things that can all be done with a computer and a cell phone. And so after um, some life transitions that I went through in the spring, I, you know what? I'll let everyone know. I broke up with my girlfriend <laughs> um, and I'm 28. And I've been in commercial real estate full time for about a year now. And I'm like, you know what? I love to travel. I think I can do this now. Let's do it. So I'm calling in from St. John's, Newfoundland, Canada today, the first city in North America that the sun rises on every day. Interesting. The first city in North America that the sun rises on every single day. Adam Carswell, I got a few questions queued up for you that I wanted to bring out of you since you are such a great connector. Number one, what does being a connector even mean? What does that mean to you? To me, I believe being a connector means that you're someone who is passionate about people. And uh, being passionate about people, that's kind of a cliche that we hear a lot. And so to go a little deeper into that, what it is for me is identifying friends or someone that I know within my network that is trying to get to what I would call the next level and introducing them. If I can't do it myself, introducing them to another individual who I think, or I believe could help that other person get to the next level and maybe even help that other person being connected, get to the next level as well. And so I think um, for me, I get a lot of dopamine and seeing synergy like that come together. And that has become one thing that I, that I definitely consider myself and love doing is being a connector. I would make the assumption, first off, if you love and truly care about the success of other people within your sphere that you've been, you found yourself being pretty good at asking the right questions so that you can figure out who somebody needs to meet. Is that true? Have you learned to ask the right questions within your relationships? Yeah, asking the right questions is, is really important. And I don't, the tough thing about asking the right questions is I don't really know how to, um, you know, maybe train someone or, or teach someone or explain to someone how to do it. I think it's something that, for, you know, for me, I, I have my own podcast as well. And so you like what you just did there, actually, now that I think about it, is a great question. <laughs> you ask a great question. And so um, I guess practice asking questions in general. And then you start to realize when you can put these interesting angles and different points on, th on a question. So instead of saying just like, what is your why? you know, spinning it a little bit um, that gets people talking and it starts uncovering things that maybe you would have never found before. What I've noticed is when I go to different conferences, asking the right questions really comes down to caring about that other person. When you are selfish, you only ask the questions so that you can strike and throw your pitch out. But when you're selfless, it seems that those people are asking detailed questions to pull out more information from somebody so that they truly understand who they are and what they want to achieve. And when we do that, 
you and I, when we're asking these questions, you and I can probably start to have things stew in our minds and say, you know what? I think I need to place this person in touch with this other person. Let me ask this other question to see if that's going to be a fit or not. And so it's all about being selfless. Would you agree? I would agree. And I never have looked at it or thought of it that way before, but it makes a lot of sense. And I think I'm gonna, that's a gem that I'm going to take with me from this conversation moving forward. Love it. Well, I do have a question. You are a great connector and it is because you truly care about other people and you want to see them succeed. Uh, why else, besides just seeing succeed, other people succeed, do, do you get any other value out of being a, con- a connector? Like, why would somebody listening want to be a connector? Is there some other type of value that they can get? Yeah. And I, I think that is what differentiates maybe I would say someone like you or me who does get passionate about asking the right questions and being a connector and someone who is, um, I mean, as, as you put it, uh, maybe a little bit more selfish. Um, the reason why, and I've, I've tried to explain this to a few people before, uh, and I, I think they got the point of, of just, it's amazing again that you asked this question. I'm getting all these flashbacks of, of, People basically, when you're focused on um, what can, for example, you, Adam, what can you do for me right now, today? What can you do for me this week? What can you do for me this month? Instead of what can Adam, AAA Adams, do for me for life? Um, I think when you come into a situation and you ask, your, you ask yourself that, and every single person that you meet, you know, how can this person um, affect my life? And you, you kind of have to just accept the fact that, that you might not know the answer to that. Um, But as someone who is very spiritual, you know, I trust and I know that having an intense or deep conversation or building a connection with someone, whether they're a dishwasher or the owner of uh, LinkedIn, I don't know, just, (laughs) it's like, if you're able to realize that if you can treat both of those people the same way, um, you have to, and it just sounds kind of crazy, but you have to trust and know that like some things are going to start eventually coming back into your life and coming back into your world. And then you can look back on it and be like, Oh wow. You know, that's, <laughs> that's why I talked to that dishwasher the other day. Um, so it, it, I guess to answer your question, be being a connector adds a ton of value to your life. If you're willing to be patient. I truly love the insight that you just shared. It's, it's not the question of what can you do for me right now today? So many people at conferences are like, hey, are you here to, to add, are you here to get money or to give money? And the person says, I'm here to get money. And they're like, well, F you because I'm also here to get money. So I need to go and find somebody else. But instead you're playing the long game they might not be able to offer you specifically anything today, but as you grow and cultivate that relationship, you're playing the long game so that 10 years from now, you have a true relationship with several people, more of a deep, meaningful relationship. And a lot of these times, they have friends who have friends. And if you continue to have friends who have friends to put them in touch with, the whole world will go around so if somebody's listening and, and they've, they're, they're sold on, hey, maybe I should be a connector. Maybe I should try to do this. Is there any advice that you could tell somebody else to help them to truly become a connector? Yeah, I'd say the, the best way to do it right now, and if you are drawn to um, 
me right now in this moment, if, if you would like to, to get my honest opinion, um, get involved as much as you can on LinkedIn. That's kind of when I look back, I, I've always been friendly. I've always been a people person. I've always wanted to connect people, I think, my whole life. But I started to realize just how significant that superpower was once I made it digital. And so getting on LinkedIn um, is definitely a step in the right direction. I actually just did a webinar not too long ago. If you go on YouTube and probably just type in my name, Adam Carswell, LinkedIn, LinkedIn 101 is what the name of the webinar was. It's just uh, tips, tricks, and hacks on how to get, get your profile and get your career started in that aspect. Um, and I've, you know, I'm, I'm going to be doing more of those. Um, they're, they're in the works as far as just networking digitally. I love it. And you know what? This really leads into a question that I wanted to ask you because if you are adding value to others on LinkedIn and the number one suggestion that you have for the listener to start being more of a connector is to get on LinkedIn, I wanted to understand better how do you start that relationship? How do you start that conversation with that person on LinkedIn? So two questions. Number one, does your LinkedIn 101 video on YouTube answer the question of how do you get that conversation started? Yes or no? Yes, it does. I mean, I can, I can talk briefly on it right now too. If Please you, do. If you like. yeah. yeah. That was my uh, second question. Let's talk briefly <laughs> on it now. Yeah. So, and this is, this is what I've found works best. And um, there's actually two things this is the one that I did when my, when I felt as though I was still cultivating and growing my, my network. Thankfully it's starting to snowball right now, but at the beginning, if you are looking to connect with a specific niche of people, or maybe it's anyone, uh, we'll say, for example, you're trying to sell to CEOs or whatever. You can actually go on LinkedIn and, and type in, uh, you know, C real estate CEOs or whatever. And, under people and it will, the search engine will find specifically for you, those people that you're looking to connect with. And then the best way to open a conversation and truly keep it genuine is first of all, don't you, they've got all these like hacks out there where automated LinkedIn messaging and stuff that is so, in my opinion, just so fake and played out. Um, people can smell it when they're talking to a robot instead of a human. And so find the people that you want to connect with, send them a personal invite and say, hi, Bob, my name's Adam Carswell. I was looking at your profile. I really like what you're doing. Uh, how can I be of value to you? How may I be of value to you and your business? And leave it at that. And oftentimes no one's going to respond right away when you say that, because again, the way the platform is set up, it's just not convenient for people to re reply to you immediately after connecting, but boom, that's there. That's dated. It's stamped. And so when you go back to start having conversations with these people, they will see, you will see, Oh wow. Like Adam, actually made an effort to talk to me three months ago or whatever. Um, and you build on that. And the key thing still, and this is a great quote that I take from Joe Applebaum, someone that you can go look up and on LinkedIn as well, because he does some great lessons on how to use the platform. But he says, if you're going to be selling, you're going to be smelling. So you have to make your focus, regardless if it's LinkedIn or real life, your focus has to be understanding what makes the other person tick and what's going to make them happy and how are you going to be able to bring value to them before even thinking about asking for anything from them. When you talk about wanting to understand how other people tick, it, it shows why you've been so successful in, in coaching and, and mentoring and helping other people get to the next level. So I, I will have a question on that, but before I do, I'd really like to 
just show some of the gold that I felt like I just got from you. And it starts with a coaching call with one of my clients that I just had yesterday, before the day before we recorded this. And with that client, I was trying to tell them and share with them how you can make it easier to connect with more people on LinkedIn by utilizing the search engine and filtering out who you're looking for. So you can go down to like real estate attorney. Instead of just attorney, you can go to real estate attorney. And then I showed her how you can create a copy and paste message or upload it into a Autobot that sends this out for you. But I basically taught her how, how to do a copy and paste message that could try to get really detailed. And she said something to me that will forever stay with me. And it goes right with you. Even though my automated copy and paste was pretty dang good, she says, well, wouldn't you want to maybe say something about their CPA is the same CPA I use? I could specifically say, hey, it looks like we use the same CPA, blah, 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 blah. And it hit me like a, like a brick wall and I, like a truck. And I, and I sat there and I said, you know what? You're right. You absolutely, if that's possible and potential, you should connect with them one-on-one as much as possible. So I loved when you said it's a personalized message versus an automated or copy and paste message. I think that that is huge. So thank you for sharing that. If you're selling, you're smelling. Uh, very, very, very interesting. And I am on LinkedIn and there's a lot of people on that platform that send me messages and they're lengthy, they're long, and they, they have all of their cell phone and, and email uh, you know, tags in it as well as having a link that they want me to click on. And do you know what I do with those, Adam Carswell? Do you know what I do when I get a long message with a link? You delete. I, I delete. I ignore. <laughs> ignore, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I flag them as a spammer. Uh, it really upsets me. So this is a good lesson for other people to learn when they're focused on building relationships through LinkedIn. But I wanted to find out because... I know you've been a coach and you're really good at leadership and coaching. Could you give it one example for me? Um, how you may have brought out the best from someone else through your coaching or leadership? Yeah. And uh, this is a question where I think if I had probably more time, I could think of an even more like an ultimate shining example, but I'm going to go with the one that just comes to the, to mind most recently for me. Um, there's an individual and I'm sure he's fine if I use his name, his name's Salvatore flight. Um, he's actually the, the son of, of, of Michael flight, who's the principal of Concordia realty. And he joined in on my LinkedIn webinar when I was doing it live and took extensive notes. Um, I had seen his profile in advance too, before our call and just very, very college student esque. Um, I'd say, you know, most college students, first of all, don't even know what to do when it comes to LinkedIn and to our very, um, intimidated by it to begin with. And so Sal went from having maybe a hundred connections and like not a flashy profile page at all to within two weeks. I think he's up to like 300 connections. Now he's got a header that's like beautiful header before he had just like the standard one. He got a new profile picture. Um, 
he's really elevated his game so much. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like <laughs> this, this kid is, he's doing really well. Like I wasn't expecting it. So, um, I guess for me, I would say that was uh, that was a pretty cool coaching victory within the past two to three weeks that um, I was able to observe. That's phenomenal. I love that. Thank you for sharing it. I really appreciate it. And I'm excited to get into your most creative deal that you've ever done, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the final five. As you know, the holidays are just around the corner and my sweetheart and I have been trying to figure out what we can do for other people to kind of just give back. And one thing that we've found is that we can actually buy toys for foster children. So that's one of the things that we're going to be focusing on this holiday season. And if you'd like to be a part of that, number one, send me an email and I'll let you know of all the drop-off points that are here in the Denver area in case you're local. And if you're not local and you are one of our past investors and you're planning on investing in this next deal, if you're at the $150,000 level or more, I want to go ahead and buy some toys in your name and I'll donate them in your name and I'll just go ahead and take them to that drop-off spot. So for more information to this amazing cause or to invest passively with us in one of our deals. Scroll down, there's going to be a link and you can get a little bit more information. Send me an email and I'd be happy to partner with you on helping some foster kids get some toys. Adam Carswell, what is the most creative deal you've ever done? I'm going to put a kind of a funny spin on this one for you, Adam. Um, The most creative deal that I've done, I think, is right around the corner and um, being a digital nomad, as I referenced earlier, there's someone that I, I connected with um, at a conference that I went to recently who's working on a project in Chile, South America. And uh, to summarize that, I'm going to be relocating to uh, the Valdivia area of Chile. There's a website, actually, if we want to type this one in. It's uh, the Loberia, T-H-E, the L-O-B-E-R-I-A dot com. And, um, you know, I, it's a project that I'm relatively new to as well, but it looks very exciting to me and I'm ready to get down there. There's a lot of land for sale. It's a gated community, beautiful area. Again, if you probably the best way to get any details before, I, before I say anything, that's not true. Just go to the website I shared with you, but I'm really excited about getting my fingers into this one. What is a book you recommend? Book that I recommend right now is Zero to One by Peter Thiel. Again, because that's the most fresh in my mind, I just finished it. Um, a lot of cool insights shared there by someone who I would say is one of the most successful serial entrepreneurs that is under the age of, well, actually, I don't know how old Peter Thiel is now, but anyways, he's relatively young and just insanely sharp. Um, I'm trying to think of a key takeaway again off the top of my head from this book for you guys. I think this is the one. And um, actually, yeah, I shared this uh I don't know if you're friends with the guys over at Capital Hacking, Josh McCallan and Eric Cabral. They're, they're new to the podcasting industry, but they're doing a great job, a part of uh, MC Laubscher's network. And uh, they asked me this question on their show. And there is um, an idea shared by Peter Thiel in the book about how we are very caught up right now in the way things are, of again, focusing on what's going to happen within the next week, within the next few months, even within the next couple of years, instead of thinking about, okay, what's going to happen in our lives and the people around us, et cetera, in the next 20 years, in the next 30 years. Um, and now there's individuals in the world that do think that way, but the ones that do think 30, 
20, 30, 100, whatever years ahead, it's kind of a dying breed. And so becoming someone who thinks that way can really help separate yourself from the pack and, and go from zero to one. That really ties us into what we're talking about today on creating meaningful, long-lasting relationships, focusing not on how can they serve me today, but how can we serve each other down the road. Where were you five years ago from today? Five years ago from today, I think specifically I had just accepted the, um, the role of head coach of Galen University which is where I uh, studied in Belize, got my master's there. And again, as you mentioned earlier in the show, uh, won, won two national championships. Uh, so, uh, and it's funny, uh, another real estate deal that I'm not necessarily involved in now, but I'm getting to know these guys more, the real estate guys. They have some projects going on in Belize as well. And it's really cool to me how I built up a network there before I even thought about having a career in real estate. And so I'm um, getting to know those guys. It's another location that I've got on my, my digital nomad list. Where will you be five years from today? Five years from today, I would like to be living in Lieberland, which is a country that I host a podcast about. Uh, just go ahead and Google Lieberland. And I'd like to be doing the same thing that I'm doing now as well. How do you give back? I give back by bringing people onto my podcast. I really like it's the focus is to highlight individuals and the success that they're having early in their careers or their business. And I really enjoy sharing that success with them. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I have really enjoyed having you on the podcast. I've learned a ton. I hope that the listener learned a ton. If they have, I hope they give us a five-star rating and review and talk about this episode in the podcast. Adam Carswell, what is the single best way for people to find you and get a hold of you? My website, carswell.io. I is in Idaho, O is in Ohio. C-A-R-S-W-E-L-L dot I-O. Got it. Thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate the way that you look at the world and I've learned a ton from you. I'm going to let you go right now, but until next time, my friend, think outside the box. I hope you got value out of today's episode. I appreciate you keep coming back on multiple episodes and listening time and time again. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button. And if you would do me a giant favor, it helps the podcast a lot. When you hit that subscribe button, there's a place to rate the show and give us a review. And as a reminder, it is the holiday season. And if you'd like to be a part of bringing toys to foster children, scroll down, grab that link, and let's make it happen.